Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Not bad. About the uh, best we could hope for when it comes to something like that. Uh, you're very welcome along to this week's edition of Dadcast. Who knows when it's arriving into uh, your podcast player, but I'm sure it's there now because you're listening to it. Dave, how are you? Morning. Adrian, how are you? Good morning. Nathan's not here. He's, uh, he says uh, the message was, I'm struggling with a childminder. I hope it's not an emotional struggle. It's just a, you know, scheduling struggle. We all have this, as we have long identified, we were all having those scheduling issues. Was he hung over all day? And JP's telling me he was hung over all day. Coming to work on a Thursday, hung over. What a clown. Oh. I mean, we certainly were. You should have stayed at home. We Where certainly was were. Wednesday. He, he was certainly not with us in Fallon's quite late uh, into the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we had a work due. And uh, Caban was there. Some others who aren't allowed to be drinking at the moment, who were just drinking water, but uh, who went home early to rest up for <laughs> right. big sports events. Um, and uh, it was good. It was nice to be out midweek. Yeah, right. it's I mean, a nice sense of freedom, isn't it? I did. I did have uh, like six hours of nightmares last night when I went to bed. I wonder was it connected to oh, the lack totally of sleep the previous night? <laughs> yes, the fear. I had uh, my wonderful wife, obviously the most amazing person on the planet, was off to London the following morning very early. It might have been. I was obviously fairly relatively comatose in the bed so I wasn't exactly sure what time she left but it was in around the five half five mark but uh, so I, d- I woke up to uh, my son who I think at that point must have been on the phone for about an hour watching Peppa Pig <laughs> wanting it to be changed to a different show <laughs> you hope it was just Peppa Pig yeah. <laughs> it's like that, those YouTube channels like you know the cards the, the, uh, the toy ones that then morph into the weird kind of um, evil Russian and oh, giant yeah, toys yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the cartoons, it's like it looks like oh, a yeah, yeah. but it's actually just a bunch of toys. And then you realise this isn't a real cartoon, this is made. What are the purposes of this programme? There's one very weird one about colours. I don't know if you've come across that one. It's like... We've, we've kind of banned YouTube. Uh, it's not a bad idea. They keep asking for YouTube and it's, it's not, not on the permitted list anymore. It's just rubbish. It's the only time. So they, now, when they're getting their hair dried, they can watch our programme. So it's like Lion Guard or whatever. And that's it. But... The the uh, YouTube. Uh, give me YouTube. No, you are not getting. But YouTube. at YouTube Kids is obviously everything on there is acceptable, appropriate. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't even know YouTube Kids was a thing. There's a lot of it's a different app. Right. Yeah, it's a YouTube spin-off. Do you, right. do you pay for it? Is it? No. it's free. Okay. No. Well, I gave them another half hour of dinosaurs anyway, and uh, happy days. Clocked up a few more Z's till they had to yeah. get up then it. Half six, maybe. Look, you know, I'm all for abandoning screens at certain times, but... Rocked into work around half eleven, twelve. Well, I got up at half six and I went to bed again at half eight. That's, uh... Adrian was working from home, which is his euphemism for my well, hangover. I, was, I, was so bad I put, in a, put in a pretty much mediocre a full, shift. full day. <laughs> I mean, it was a mediocre <laughs> shift. Suitably mediocre shift. pretty much work. a full day. Not, definitely not about quality. It's no. all about quantity. Absolutely. The, the very definition of presenteeism. The, <laughs> the husk of a man that was Adrian Barry appeared, sat in his seat... Grunted a little bit, oh, farted a lot. Ticked a few boxes <laughs> and off you went. I was here for a period of time and then I went home. <laughs> that was the best thing that happened. Yeah, I, I had to get up and present the show on uh, oh. Thursday morning. But it's grand because if you've, got, you've had so little sleep that you don't really stop being drunk until around midday. It's good. Ken McManaman didn't notice that we were breathing fumes on him. I'd say JD was just too polite to... Admission of presenting the show drunk Thursday morning. No, not at all. No, you're just still, you're still, it's in your system. You wouldn't be allowed to, you wouldn't be allowed to drive. Okay. 
That's all. But you're sober. High on the sociability of the brilliant sociability of the night, Dave, I think is what he said. Bed before midnight. You gotta, I mean, it was a sales event. Loads of people bought stuff on the night. Saw four packages. Right. Yeah. This is a, I mean, I'm sure our dad has listeners are... <laughs> <laughs> Just lifting the, lifting the curtain a little bit on uh, some of the back end here. Dave, you've been in touch. Uh, this Normally, sometimes we pretend that we've had correspondence. Nobody's ever written to us. Did you know that? We never had one single email. They're all made up. <laughs> all those anonymous names that you've dropped that you shouldn't have dropped. <laughs> so I take it we have no correspondence people. this morning. Um, I, I, we might have had some correspondence during the week, but I didn't have time to. He's too um, drunk to to get it. Um, do email us dadcast at offtheball.com. Um, we still had the sweetest email of all time with the guy recognizing that his ma had written in. But anyway, uh, that was real. Uh, when do you allow your kids play in the street? How long do you persist with pushing your kids into something they don't want to do? Why do kids spend most of the time shouting and degrading their parents? <laughs> When do you introduce pocket money? How do you handle kids using bad language that they've picked up from you? I think we should start with the um, uh, pushing kids into something they don't want to do. Which, which sport in particular is it? At the moment it's GAA. Um, he's just not feeling it, but like, and I don't, personally I don't care. People might look at my profession and think, well he's obviously obsessed with sport, he'd desperately want his boys to be obsessed with sport in a similar way. And it would be great if they were, but it's not an issue if they're not. But um, I just worry that if he's five now and if I take him away from the GA minis on a Saturday and a Wednesday now, he may, he may never go back. He's gone twice a week. Yeah, he does hurling on a Wednesday night and, he, and then it's a kind of a mix of football and hurling on a Saturday morning. But for me, it isn't a case of him needing to love the fact that he's got a hurling in his hand or he's kicking a football. It's just that he's out and about for an hour, mm. chasing around in the fresh air, running after his cousins and his the other kids in the area. So he knows people there. That's yeah. All right, and he still doesn't like it. Well, you see, I look at it and, and there's a very fine balance to be struck, and they're brilliant. The the um, the GPO down Rohini's actually he's just brilliant, and the amount of time and detail he puts into trying to make sure that he gets the balance right because you've got to say my this, lad would be can I ask a question on that so is the GPO at the Wednesday and the Saturday he's de- always in there on the Saturday and he's sometimes there on the Wednesday right okay there's a really fine balance to be struck and it's very hard to find it between teaching kids the basics and maintaining their interest just having crack yeah so all my lad wants to do is play matches but there's the spell in the hour in the lead up to the match where they're going through drills and trying to pick the ball up and they're trying to fire it in between little cones and they're dribbling between cones and to get their swing action going they have to whack a tyre and he'll do it twice but then the third time he's just gone (laughs) so boring and he's looking over at me and throwing his arms up into the air and he's like He's like almost imploring me to explain to him why this isn't boring. I know. And I'm incapable of is offering that explanation. Is he using the word boring? Yeah. yeah what, what, what are you, what's your response? Well, I can't. I'm and not going like, to lie to him. It's, doesn't, it's not exciting, but what, what, it's probably necessary. When he's looking over at you, what's, what are you... You're, I presume you're gesticulating back I look away and pretend I'm looking at something <laughs> like a shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> or in gross, uh, deep, deep engrossing conversation with another parent. Yeah. I just don't see him just... That's not bad idea. And he's yeah. not the only. There's so many of the other kids that would be like that. But then when, say, a game breaks out and he gets kind of whacked the ball or um, he gets to kick the football, he's a little more interested. But there isn't a single time when either the Wednesday or the Saturday session's coming up where I go, OK, come on, we're late, we're going. He's, oh, where are we going? Oh, we're going to, like, GA, where he goes, oh, brilliant, let's get in the car. Yeah, he's in junior infants, right? Yeah. Is there a GA in school? I don't know, that, that early. 
Right. No, I, but there will be later in, in, in school. But I just, my fear is that if I, you know, bow down to his requests of never going, that he'll be lost then to well, GA. I'm, I'm hoping that's wrong because we have we've the exact same scenario where uh, went for a while, cried and cried and cried, didn't want to go, went under duress, kept going, and then we just stopped going because it was too traumatic. And then took up gymnastics, which is on at the same time. And then the second one comes along and is like, I wouldn't mind doing GA, can I do a bit of GA? And it's like, well, actually, you're going to do gymnastics now because that's where we're going. And uh, the third one now is doing gymnastics too. So he's, he's young, he's three, there's a toddler's class. And we've been first week, amazing, he gets up and does the thing. Second week, amazing, gets up and does the thing. Third week, arrives and he goes, this is boring, I'm not doing it. <laughs> And lies, lies, <laughs> prone <laughs> at the side. Yeah. And I'm like sitting four rows back, kind of, you know, <laughs> trying to get the coverage on the phone so I can watch the New Zealand-South Africa game. And I'm like, I'm just going to ignore this now. <laughs> and they're coming over going, oh, we play football, you can run. And he just wouldn't do it. Like, and what can you do? It's boring. He's saying, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know you're three, you knew the word boring mm. for start. And he's insisting that this is too boring, I'm not doing it. And everyone's actually having crack because all they're doing is standing up. And um, So I don't know what to do with that. I'm going to bring him this week and if, he, if, he, if it's boring, he's not going again. And They do change their minds so frequently. Like he could, I, And he might go this week and say it's boring and then he might go the following week and go, oh, this is the greatest thing of all. Be, that's <laughs> what I mean. Two strikes and he, this buddy's out. Because like, he never changed his mind about anything right. except food that he used to like now is unacceptable. <laughs> um, but... There was football all along and hurling from the GDO in the school. So there has at least been continuous contact. I'd say that there probably will be some towards the end. I think it's later in, in... It might be summer term. Well, certainly. So we had it in junior infants, senior infants. Okay. And, uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. Like, I want them to keep going, um, even just because it gets them out of the house on a Saturday morning. But um, it does sound like that's there's nothing fatal. I was as you were describing it all there. I was kind of thinking, oh, like, who knows? But then, like, he's energized by the games. Yeah, but the games only form a small portion of the hour. Yeah, but um, I mean, no matter what he's doing, that's going. There's going to be, no matter what it is he's doing. There's going to be an element of that, unless like he, it's not that he's not into the sport because it sounds like he is. Yeah, it's not uh, as if he's not like, the sociable aspect he's fine with. Yeah, like, I don't. He's he doesn't seem he doesn't seem to be kind of taken to the to sports like he's he loves being active and he loves being out on his bike and on his scooter and pegging around the place loves a game a good old game of tag but just try the gymnastics it's great yeah well, I would just, ours is in Santry yours is oh, you'd be able to I wouldn't want him to be lost to Gaelic football and hurling though but I don't think they are lost that's my point I think that like what age were you when you first went mine my I didn't play under 8 Gaelic football definitely played under 10 yeah, it's which would this, give you this, five more right. years. It it happens way younger now. It does. I don't think there were mini camps back then. Like you, there was a, a whatever age group was the lowest age group at your club. That's when you began. So yeah. I'm sure for some clubs it might have been a bit younger. But I'd say I definitely play, remember playing under nine soccer. That was the earliest organised sport I was ever at. Yeah, I think you have to persist with it at some level. Like just keep the interest going, and then go back and do it when they're ready. Like, play, play ball in the back garden so he's got some of those skills so when he's doing it, he's good at it and he enjoys it the next time he goes. Yeah, I do try and do it in the back garden and in the house as often as possible. He, he, he loves going in goal because he gets to put on these massive gloves. 
Good, and they yeah. just fire the ball at him, but and his house. little brother, yeah, and his little brother seems to be. Uh, yeah, we had a, we've, we've, uh, somebody introduced no balls real in our house. And I'm, what? That's bollocks. I just, somebody. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of the kids like, was it? No, I, but I, I'll be like, the ball will be in the house for a week or, or so, and then it'll just disappear again. It'll get tidied out outdoors, yeah. where it's like. You know, it's like a, well, you a can't house play dog. football if it's oh, flashing rain outside. Sure, you get the little bit. We got an, one of those indoor basketball things. I have this thing where I'm going to get him to play. I'm a bit like you, Dave. I actually couldn't give a shot if he's if they are into sport or not. It doesn't really bother me. It'd be great if they. But they have to would be, active, be from though. an active point of view, exactly. Yeah. But we got so I'm, my plan is to take a photograph. You know the Rory McIlroy yeah. um, washing machine thing. Yeah. I want to get him playing every single sport and playing every single instrument and doing every single thing he could. So then, like when he's Whatever he's achieve something at whatever age I can go oh look it was so obvious at this time that like I flicked through the file of facts of a thousand photographs but we got him a bas- little basketball indoor uh, thing which he loves but like you have to have like there's football basketball there's hurling there's like just bash away yeah, yeah I'll definitely be trying to give them an opportunity to play everything because when I was a kid I played all the major sports plus I played table tennis and I played short tennis and I What's did short community tennis? short tennis like indo- indoor soft softball with a kind of a plastic racket and right. a lower net and um, we just you did everything I, I, I don't know where you grew up but uh, <laughs> was it, was it was short tennis and uh, in that long long tennis was all you love to swimming which is great and I've uh, today actually I've just received an email that between five and six a little pitching wedge will be delivered to the house right great I bought golf clubs didn't, didn't no interest yet so I'm going to try and next summer take them all out and um well, it'd be a reason for me to be able to get up to the range on a Friday evening for an hour, <laughs> if he was like happy to bash a yeah. A oh, he was. He's, he's not. Gonna, he's want to. He would want to go on the course. He's not going to be standing hanging around. The golf course is, but he's not going to be hanging around like doing bits of training, like you were saying. I know the range really, is good. Like, you just hit the, ball, hit the 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 ball. But not is it not like? But course. it sounds like from what he's what you're it's saying. Lessons. I don't want to be hitting the ball. Are you not talking about getting lessons? No. All right. I'm literally talking, I've got a basket of 100 balls. I'm going to give him, he can bash four or five 25 of them. of them. Yeah. And then we'll That's alternate shots. Fair. I'll hit my driver, the only club I can hit. And then... I know, what about your 17 iron? 15, 15 wood. 15 wood. I haven't Sorry. done that in quite a while, unfortunately. Most, golf, most, ball most golfers, many of whom will be off scratch, wouldn't even know what the hell that club is. I'd never heard of it. No. No. I'm not even sure it's legal. <laughs> 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 but they, the other fear is that then he or any kid will develop a real love for an individual sport, which probably isn't as healthy. Be it swimming and suddenly you're up at 5 a.m. every morning yeah, for no, no, you've got to keep them out of preschool swimming. training. You're sorry, I'm sorry, you can't be swimming. Because he loves swimming. You can be like the next Michael Phelps, but you can't be, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why? Because the training is like unbelievably tough. Three hours oh, preschool. Like, you don't have to hate it. Why would you? Who wants to get you're, up at five a.m. every morning I mean, with their kids? I'm not saying that I would have. It would have been for me or anything like that. But like, you don't have to hate it. Like, people, there could be people who love that. Sure. Like long distance runners. Parents. You're missing the point. You well. have to be up at five a.m. for training. Oh, sorry, 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 yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm with you. You've got to get up. I'm with you now. Six mornings a week at yeah. five a.m. No, I'm not doing that. And then exactly. training so after school as well. Yeah. No. Sorry, lads. I totally dragged yes. that conversation away. That's totally fine. <laughs> yes. No. That right. clarity is. Uh, was welcomed. Uh, when do you allow your kids to play in the street? I don't know, we live in a pretty busy street. And, uh, yeah, like it's a tough call for you. Like obviously I've been out of your house and Jesus, like, you wouldn't mind very playing in your street. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, you, that's, the only game you play there is dodge the cars. Um, well, there's a cycle lane and it's a the big broad footpath and it's like, I, it's the same question, like what age are they supposed to go into the shop to buy milk? Yeah. I see kids, my eldest age, she turned eight recently, I see kids around that age going, 
We used to have a, milk. My parents had a uh, grocery shop next to the house at home, and we used to have a regular string of kids. This was like the eighties, with notes from their parents to buy a packet of fags. Which we never would have done, obviously. We never. Yeah, you're never, like, Those transactions never happened. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> Statute of limitations is like 20 major and. Uh, oh, yeah. What were the yellow ones? Um, B and H. No. Jean Pierre Blue. The big one. Um, consulate cigarettes. Oh, yeah, look at whatever you're having yourself. Gross. Little notes to buy Little cigarettes notes, for their parents. That's packet of fags, yeah. And I do remember my dad giving me money one day. There was a. He would have a party whiskey. in the house. <laughs> I was 14, I think. Oh God, we're after forgetting milk and actually there's and ten quid. Will you run down and get like six bottles of beer as well? I'm just looking at them going. <laughs> the naivety of it. I'm fourteen. <laughs> I won't tell you I have a fake ID. <laughs> I don't think I had one at fourteen. But there's kids calling to the door now and you know, is Dylan coming out and it's just, it's as it depends on where you but that's just there's no right answer to that. It just depends on where you are. Like we're in a cul de sac. And it's great, there's a couple of families around, and so everybody will go out and play away. It's actually a fantastic thing. Um, but even at that, they're watching like, on, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, at this age, most of the other kids that are around are older than ours. Yours are very young. I'm talking about, about that. like five onwards. Really, now is where he's not asking to go out, but like there have been kids coming to the door and saying, and, and I've, I de- I've now started to leave the front door open and allow him out maybe on his bike or a scooter if there's other kids shooting around on their bike or scooters and we have these like uh, destructive ramps in our estate like you really can't go over them at more than five mm. kilometres an hour you do idea. serious damage to the undercarriage and so there's a ramp 50 metres that way and there's a ramp 50 metres the other way and I'm like if I come out and you're beyond either of those ramps that's the last time you're allowed out so the rules have been laid down uh, but you'll so, know the thing is you'll know your own kid so you'll know your environment and you'll know your own kid whether they're likely or not to push the boundaries of like some kids will be like our uh, uh, our fella is like the neighbours I should comment the other day he went out of the house went to the edge of the footpath and wouldn't move anymore until he was given the green light yeah. and they were like Jesus that's amazing cause your second one would be like doing oh, yeah. see you later I'm a great shit so you know, so you know the, exactly so you know with that one you're like right you ain't going out there on your own that ain't happening yeah, yeah. I don't even want to think about the second fella like, if you take him off the leash, the figurative leash, for more than three <laughs> seconds... Sometimes the actual leash. Yeah. He's gone, like. Right. He is just gone. He's around the corner, and he's probably buying a packet of smokes uh, in the shop around the corner because uh, he, he just does not care. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine what he's going to be like when he's five. He's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get some thoughts from some of our listeners slash viewers on when is the right time. I know it's different circumstances for everybody, but they have to be able to develop some street smarts as well. Yeah, but like maybe the street start smarts comes when they're teenagers. Like your definition of street smarts is like not. Well, just been not able to handle a situation a where maybe you're getting pushed around by someone, or you know, someone kind of like if he's out there and someone and he puts his scooter down for thirty seconds because he was distracted by something else and. An, another kid maybe even younger than him just happens to wander past and oh there's a scooter I'll scoot around the corner yeah. it's nothing vindictive or anything they're not stealing the scooter yeah. but instead of kind of going up to the kid and saying oh, actually that's mine by the way can I have it back he'd probably come in to me and say oh this kid took my scooter whereas if a kid who spent a little more time in the street and has 
a little more experience of such circumstances would be able to handle it a bit better. Yeah, there's school, like school, so he's only just started school. He'll get all that in school, like at the break and at the table yeah. the teacher's not looking. Like there's 30 odd kids in these classes and there's mostly there's one teacher and maybe if you're lucky a teaching assistant. So there's a lot of social interaction happening. Yeah. <laughs> they're not sitting there silent. There's like, they're comparing notes and, and spilling all your family secrets, it turns out. Yeah. Are we far more worried now, though, than our parents were about these ah, things? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I was thinking about that the other day. Oh. Are we a serious impediment to our children's development? In the morning and come back at, like, at bedtime. Because I would have had lunch somewhere else and had dinner somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we would have oh, called yeah. in along the way. But just uh, Your mother naively would have thought she knew where you were. She probably did. Like, like we, we would have roamed relatively far. Like... We lived about a mile out of the, the town, and the town's a small town, but there was fields everywhere. Like, it was a backfield and a forest on one side, and uh, everybody kind of mm. down, down a lane. With but she never actually went looking for you. Like, you could have been anywhere. I know my mother would have been comforted by the thought that she always knew where I was, but she didn't really. I was on a bike. Could have been anywhere. Yeah. Well, we would go off for cycles. Like, but you're a bit older, you know, you're like... I think look, there's definitely a different attitude now across the board. Cycling 20 miles away. Yeah. Oh, you just wander off. And I can't remember an age where that wasn't almost encouraged. It was like, yeah. doors open, get out, busy. Yeah. Don't come back until just go no, I'm not here to entertain time. you. Yeah. Yeah. Your dinner's there. Were we going out that homework. early, though, when we were four and five? Mm, don't think so. I'm not, I, I can't remember, but. It's really, uh, the reason why I brought it up is just that it's starting to become relevant now. And even, like I said, he's not asking to go out. I kinda, I'm kind of trying to push mm. him out the door a little bit more now. Um, Got to get to the next one, Dave. Why do kids spend most of their time shouting at and degrading their parents? The word is degrading. Degrading their parents. Most of their time. What happened? Kids are assholes, that's why. We all know that. Just, like, would you take a similar level of abuse of anybody else in your life than what you get from your kids. I mean, no. But you what, wouldn't. You wouldn't there, have someone like that in your life. Was there? <laughs> so you turn around to your kid and you're like, listen, you're too negative. You're too much of a I negative have, influence. I cut you out. No, I'm sorry to see you go. Like, you know, you my go therapist in. says I need to cut all negative people out of my life. You and go in first thing in the morning, get away. <laughs> okay, there's, uh, that's the perfect start. Good morning, uh, good morning. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you give them their breakfast. Not eating it. Get away. <laughs> okay, okay, little man, we have to go to right school. <laughs> no, I'm not getting dressed. Get away. And you're not doing, or little man, little man, you're like, <laughs> stop annoying me is the other one. Or, <laughs> stop I'm, not, no, you mean. I'm not talking to you. Oh, great. That's, I mean, could you, you could just maintain perfect silence. <laughs> this would be a great deal for all of us. <laughs> And is that a is that trading one of you off the other? Is that a I'm, a, I'm not talking to you, but I'll deal with ma'am. Um, oh yeah, so we still have we might have a ridiculous situation where like, can I have a glass of juice, please? Sure, and then you go to the fridge to get no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I don't want you to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we get that all the time. But mammy's twenty yards from the fridge. I'm only like four yards. From yeah. the fridge. no, not having it. She has to get it. Oh, but you stick to your guns. You're like, no, 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 you ain't getting that juice. No, yeah, I just go, well, I'm not getting it, so. Nobody's getting it. Yeah, yeah. Or, because otherwise you're just, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, sorry, I don't know. Sorry, you say, you say you stick to your guns, but you don't. You're like, yeah. just get him the juice. 
get it, come on. Sometimes, <laughs> for sure. But Sometimes the only way sure. that we're all having peace is if you just do this one thing. I wonder, does it, so well, my, my view is that, it, like, you have to stick to your guns and you have to go, I'm getting the juice, and that's all that's happening. If you don't want it, you don't want it, but I'm getting it. I mean, right? So, like, my, the theory, obviously, is that you got to challenge it, and you got to say, listen, yeah. that's bullshit, and not on my watch. It's only that we're having this conversation now in some vain hope that that's actually going to have any impact. There's enough evidence, certainly, in my life now to suggest it's having no impact whatsoever. Like, he will just continue to do the same stuff over and over again, no matter how many times he's challenged. The, yeah, they will. The ability to maintain a tantrum through, like, multi-phases, you know, it's like, it's like a rugby team adapting to the new circumstances and still maintaining mm. possession of the ball deep into the 87th still minute. Still sticking to the process. They've had it again and yeah. again and again, and <laughs> nothing will stop that tantrum. Only taking shots from inside the scoring zone. Like, it's just, mm. yeah. It's, yeah, no, I have, like, I definitely got better over the last six months to a year of just tuning out the noise and, like, they might be playing something and something drops. They're on a high, ch high stool, maybe at the counter, piece of Lego drops. That's after dropping, get it for me. <laughs> Sorry, there's nobody else in my life that I would allow to speak to me like that. Not my wife, not my father, not a work colleague, not my best mate. That's after dropping, get it. So, a couple, <laughs> a couple I mean, of the correct answer is, fuck off! <laughs> you can't do it. Get a yourself. couple of months ago, I just, I just said, right, from now on, when you shout at me or ask me for something that isn't followed by the word please, I'll just say, I can't hear you. And it's worked like a charm. Right. So, that's after dropping, get it. Another, another bit hear of you. sage advice. Can't hear you. Then they might roar it a second time and I just go, I can't hear you. Ne there's never a third time. It's always, will you get that for me, please? Um, wh what about get it yourself? <laughs> like I find that's probably not a great example. <laughs> to well, use. I mean, is it not better than having to chase around after them picking up their toys? No, you just no. I, I, if he if he's on a high chair and he's asking right, for a little bit of help enough, to pick something enough. up that okay, he's sorry, yeah. playing with. I've no problem doing fair that. Enough, fair enough, the high chair is the variable here. Okay, so, like he's on a stool, you'd have to get off the stool and clamber back up. He's only ble bleeding too, God love him. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a physical ordeal to get down and get back up again. Yeah, that's fair, if he's that's got fair. an adult within two metres of said object, uh, for no problem with him asking for enough. it. But instead just going, that drop, get it. And then if you just say, I can't hear, then he'll roar the second time. But the third time, there's never a third time, he'll always say, oh, could you get that for me, please? And in the last, I've really noticed in the last couple of months, the older kid is the most polite, well-mannered mm. child I've ever met. Right. And I think all of this has, have, nice. has had an effect. He, it's always like, can I have a glass of juice, please? And then as soon as you put it on the counter, thank you, daddy. Right. And I'm looking, I'm going, you are just a little star. It's under his, under his breath as he's going, ah, prick. <laughs> Who cares? As long as I don't hear exactly. it. <laughs> as long as it's under his breath. Um, we're having uh, the tantruming thing is a big thing for us now at the minute with the two and a half year old or a bit more than two and a half year old. He's like just flipping on over nothing. Like yesterday, admittedly hung over as we've already established. Was getting his breakfast. And he, he was, was hung over. <laughs> he was he was in bed. So he was in rag order. Uh, so he was having his like uh, uh, rice krispies or whatever and like fruit and whatever else was going on. And then just to, for an easy life, so we have Cheerios in the house and like, every, every, uh, Cheerios, Cheerios, da, da, and I'm like, oh shit, okay. When I'm hungover, I'm like, here's, <laughs> here's 10 Cheerios just to keep you moving along. So then the second bowl and we do redo the Cheerios. And then he was like suggesting to have a third bowl, which would have been really just to get the Cheerios. And I was like, uh, no, no, that's it. You've had enough of them now. You're not getting any more. Flipped out, like absolutely flipped out. <laughs> and like 50, went out into the hall, 
for 15 minutes, lay down on the floor, face down, roaring. And I, it, mainly because I wasn't able to deal with it, suffering from the ill effects of alcohol, uh, which is not the most amazing parenting uh, route, obviously. Yeah, like the ad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was a great night, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Definitely drinking less next time. <laughs> oh yeah, I said that, sure. I think we've slagged, we've slagged those actors off multiple times with this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> Daddy's not feeling very well. Mommy, is, mommy isn't either. <laughs> Mommy's gone to the airport. But uh, that was exactly it. Dad is not feeling very well. Maybe we should just all play it lying down over here. I but if he's, thrown his, if he's face down on the whole floor roaring, can, why can't you just leave him there? That's exactly what I did. Just left him. And then know, every storm blows um, itself out eventually. Yeah, 15 minutes later, he... See, that's the danger with him. Sometimes it's not like... I don't know. The tantrum can get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where you're like, oh, Jesus, I just need to do something to stop this. Like, Why? 15 minutes later, because... Uh, like, is he physically harming himself? Well, he could be, like, thumping a door or, like... So yeah, Like, I mean, it's a, you make a fair point, but... Phew, the, when you're in the middle of it, it's like, oh, Jesus, I just wanted to stop. And, like, he's... Like he's crying, obviously, there's snot everywhere, he's like red in the face, it's, it's just not pretty. But there is an end point. It's, the only time you can't afford to just allow it, allow it to blow itself out is if you have to be somewhere or there's yeah. a deadline. But if you're at home nursing your hangover and you don't actually have to mm. be on here for the next hour, I'd never intervene. I'd just like, no, you're being unreasonable here, you're going to have to get through this on your own. He did, it, he did something similar the previous week and I was getting ready to go for work and I was ironing a shirt and I was around the corner. And he was like, ah, well, and I was like, no, iron the shirt, good luck to you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ah, I looked around the corner and he wet himself on the floor. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. He was actually genuinely looking to go to the toilet. <laughs> it was shit. the one instance where I should have actually gone over and given him a dig out. But was he asking you to go, he was, to go because, to the toilet? He was, it was like roaring and wailing and shouting, possibly. Right. Okay. So that wasn't, that wasn't a great day either. Yeah, look, these things happen. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. The tantrums are tough, though, I have to say. They really are tough. Yeah, and, and there's nothing you can do, I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe you get better at handling them. Um, our four-year-old has discovered rage. She's like, she will rage at her three-year-old. Right. And, um, like, she'll blitzkrieg in with a, a pinch and disappear off. So we just see him crying. Right. And, and not, I, I, only I've witnessed it once. It was like, while at the same time screaming and slamming doors over nothing. He'll say something. And she'll go, I did not... And it's mad because the middle one has the same power over the older one where she'll just say something and just needle a little bit. There'll, get, there'll be a response and needling will ratchet up and there'll be a much bigger response, like way out of kilter with it. And then the final needle goes and it's like, boom. And so I have no solution to any of that. But the teasing is it. oh, it's yeah. definitely started in our house now where the older guy will he'll just say something like, you're just a nappy baby. You <laughs> know, he's like long out of nappies. And this guy who prides himself in being big enough to go to the toilet on his own. That, that's like red right yeah. to a bull. And he just starts shouting at him, I'm not. Anyway, you know, it's the back and forth that just seems to be never ending. Yeah. So we've introduced like whatever. So you just say to him, whatever. And then just go, every time he says something you disagree with. But... They forget it, I find. They do forget it. They, mm. They'll only say it once and then the other guy will say the same thing again. <laughs> no, it's like, and he's forgotten about the whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it didn't work. It's very hard to listen to that one, particularly if you're driving somewhere and the two of them are in the back and then the hands come out. And They all seem to have the ability to um, trigger each other the same way that Roy Keane was triggered by being accused of feigning injury. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the response yeah. that that gets yeah. is exactly the same. They know exactly how to, the to trigger like the red mist. The, 
Uh, you, you put your hand on my fork. I did not. You did. But the, like the co one consolation, obviously, is that they will be exactly like that for the rest of their lives. They'll well, know exactly uh, the trigger points. Yeah, or, I mean, hopefully... Trigger each other off as siblings. Yeah, that's not... That, they won't spend a lot of time together. That's not They will choose not to. Right, uh, that is this week's podcast. Unless anybody has one last thing. No, right somebody DM'd a link about the snip. Um, oh, yeah, well, how's your timeline working? Did your wife listen to the Electric Picnic episode? She did. She was happy. <laughs> we haven't had any more detailed conversations about it. Does she listen back to them all, yeah? Yeah, they have it on in their office all the time. Ooh. We met more people during the week who are unlikely diecast listeners. We did. Were you? Oh, were you in no, no, yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, some very unlikely. I have to admit, I get more Dadcast listeners talking to me about that, this show than I ever did it's for insane. any of my off-the-ball contributions. Now, I'm not sure what that says about my off-the-ball contributions, but um, the amount of people that are listening out there, and a, a lot of them, a minority, obviously, but a considerable minority, not parents. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite amazing. So get in touch, hashtag dadcast or dadcastpod at offtheball.com. Uh, I think I might have just flashed that on camera now. Uh, I won't give his name. DF, the initials, thanks for the DM. Hi, lads. I had the job done, and this link is a very informative video that can answer a lot of questions. It's on vasectomy.ie. It's just a guillotine. Forward slash online, online hyphen application, Dave, whenever you... I, I'm definitely being pushed closer to it because of uh, conversations I've had with people I know over the last couple of weeks who are now expecting. Right. And Unexpectedly expecting. Conversations that have chilled me to my very soul. Right. Well, on that happy note. <laughs> we, do, we do love babies and uh, expecting stuff, but just not here. <laughs> uh, although Adrian's not finished, he only has two, right? That's, I wouldn't rule that out. On that note, see you next week.